it's Billy. Welcome to the Start Small, Believe Big podcast, a safe place for those who desire to find their footing in the middle of a life struggle, yet feel inadequate, unwise, and unprepared to overcome the obstacles. You don't have to have it all together to start with one small step. I believe as we allow Jesus to work in and through our lives, one step, one decision, and one action at a time, we will find peace and fulfillment. The Lord rejoices as the work begins. Before we start today's episode, can I ask that you help out with the show? Subscribe to the Start Small Believe Big podcast where you listen, and also leave an honest review of the podcast. Thank you in advance for your review. Also, would you like to get a bit of morning sunshine in your inbox? I want to invite you to join an amazing community of humans taking a little time each morning, Monday through Friday, to dig into God's Word. When you sign up for Morning Sunshine, you'll receive a devotion each morning. It starts with scripture, then a short teaching, and ends with a quick prayer. We'd love to have you join us. You can find the link in the show notes. I promise, no spam, just Jesus and me. I'm glad you're here for today's episode of Start Small, Believe Big. So sit down and get comfy or turn up the volume while you work out or get life done. Let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. I tell my husband all the time to make sure that I don't give it all away. I'm a giver. I love giving. I don't love giving to people that only ask, 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 and never give in return. But I love giving to those who are in need, to those that find great joy in being blessed. I love to be able to give to the needy. We often get involved in our own backyard, which means sometimes in different cities throughout the U.S. as we follow my husband's baseball dreams and then sometimes outside of the country. A few years back, I went on a trip with Compassion International, and it was more of an informational journey. Going with them, I wanted to be able to see the sponsor child that we had been sponsoring. Her name is Rosa, and she lives in Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, a place that we've lived. And I wanted to go on that trip to verify the programs to verify what I already knew compassion was. When I speak to large groups, to even small groups, many times I will offer compassion sponsorship to them because I know the difference that compassion makes in the lives of the children that are in their programs. While we were in the Dominican Republic on that compassion trip, I found out about something else that just pulled at my heart. Compassion has these programs called survival programs. Survival programs are pregnant moms up to one year after the birth of their child that come in together and receive health care and education and vitamins and support and prayer and just the love of the local church. All of Compassion's programs are hosted 
at local churches in the community. A lot of these children that are sponsored and women don't even really know the name of compassion. They know that their church is blessing them and loving them. And all of these churches have been vetted by compassion. So they know that the money that is pouring into these churches and into the lives of the children, the moms and the babies is going where it needs to be. When we stepped into that first um, survival program that I got to see, I was amazed. I was amazed at, number one, the love of the pastors. The pastors there, the pastors, the pastor wife, they are so invested in the lives of their community. It is just such a beautiful thing. And that, I think, is what really turned my heart in that open way that I wanted to be a part of that. When we met with the moms and we heard actually what it was that was happening in their lives, how their lives were different than other women they knew that were pregnant and going through the same things they were, all because of the support of their local church through these programs of child survival programs with Compassion International. These people that I met, these babies that I saw, the the people that worked within the programs and in the churches are some of the strongest people I've ever met. But they didn't all have the resources to help them get past the weaknesses that they had until they were part of this program. I also want to say, guys, as I'm recording these podcasts, I'm living in New York City. There's no telling what noises we may hear. So please forgive me in those extra noises that we hear. I'm trying to find the perfect spot to record, but right now the perfect spot I'm in, there are horns blowing. (laughs) So I want to read the scripture today. It's from Acts 20, verse 35. In everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. So today I want to dig into that. What does it mean? What are the reasons why it's better to give than receive? Giving obeys God's commandments. In the Old Testament, there are way more commands um, about financial giving, who to give to, when to give, how much, than there are in the New Testament. But I sort of wonder, do the New Testament writers, it was such a part of their life, of their natural reactions and actions to give, that they didn't feel like it was something that they needed to teach? Maybe they just assumed that God's giving far more to us in the New Testament that then our then we can outgive. We cannot give all that God has given us in the New Testament because He gave us Jesus. And Jesus died on a cross for the forgiveness of our sins. That's way more than we could ever give. Our giving should follow that type of sacrifice. So giving obeys God's commands. Next, giving displays God's heart. God is the giver of every good and perfect gift. And as his children, we're called to give like Christ, 
to give like God, to be like Him and His infinitely large heart. The larger our hearts and the wider our arms are spread, the more we shine God's character. In our giving to others, in our concern and compassion for others, that's when God's heart is displayed. Giving trusts God's provisions. How many times have we paused in our giving out of fear that we may give away too much? That's where I fall into the category sometimes that I am such a giver, I can give too much or I can give too little because I'm afraid I'll give too much. Some people are concerned that they won't have enough for things that they may want. As long as we are giving out of the goodness of our heart and not taking away from the food on our table or the roof over our head or the transportation to get to and from work, then we can never give too much. We have to trust that in giving, God is going to protect and provide. When we give sacrificially, out of sacrifice above and beyond what is comfortable and easy is when we're truly expressing our faith and trust that God will provide for us and our families. I want to read from Luke 21 really quick. I usually don't give two different scriptures during the podcast, but I really, in this point of God, trusting God in His provisions, the widow's two mites in Luke 21, and he looked up and saw the rich putting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw also a certain poor widow putting in two mites. So he said, Truly I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all. For all these out of their abundance have put in offerings for God. But she put out of the poverty in all the livelihood that she had. When we're giving sacrificially, that's when we're trusting God the most. In that time spent in a survival program, the child survival program with Compassion International, we were able to make crafts with the moms who had the little babies. And of course, I'm a baby snatcher. When I see a mom with a little baby and she looks like she needs a rest or she's trying to juggle 20 things at one time, I'll take the baby into my own arms. And that day I took one of the babies in my arms and they were making these little sock puppets. And at the end of the craft, she turned to me and she handed me the puppet and in Spanish said to me, I want you to have this so that when you see it, you can remember to pray for us. Guys, let me tell you, I am not a crier. And in that moment, tears came to my eyes because these people don't have the the resources that we do for our children in our homes. They don't have a corner full of toys or a playroom. They don't have mobiles and cribs because they don't have cribs. Babies sleep with moms a lot of times on the floor of their huts. And this mom who has nothing gave me that sock puppet out of the goodness of her heart so that I would remember to pray. And I do. I pray for them often. So today I want to leave you at the end of this with a challenge, with a question. What are you giving? What are you giving? Are you giving out of what you have? 
Or are you sacrificially giving and being able to show God's heart while trusting in His provisions? If you don't have a place to give, begin to pray and ask the Lord to reveal the one thing you should focus on. And then start looking, because God will show you. The Lord will break your heart for the things that break His. And that is no, that is where you will know where you can give sacrificially. Thank you for listening. I pray this podcast has encouraged you to allow Jesus to work in and through your life, one step, decision, and action at a time. Thank you for joining me today on the Start Small, Believe Big podcast. I hope you're back next week for another episode. Now, let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. Be blessed, my dear friends. Until next time.